Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1262, air date July 13th, 2023. If they wish to, but um, we'll be live on social media. So I'll actually, John, if you can put it in uh, not full view mode, John, you know, where you see everyone's little, uh, even if you don't do spotlight, John, everyone will see it, right? So when I share on, um, yeah, this is good, John, this view. All right. So I'm going to share the screen so people can see that we're doing this town hall here. Okay. Or our uh, open house. All right. All right, John, is everything there? You can see it, right? Um, I'm not in, well, I'm in the login screen here so I can see what you're saying. Okay. All right. I'm going to go live. Ready? I think we are live. Okay. Um, good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Adure. Uh, today, we have our town hall that we do every Thursdays. As you can see, it's right here. Um, every Thursdays, we do a town hall. Um, we have about uh, 60, 70 people signed up from all over the world. We also do this again at 8 p.m. Uh, in the evening today, and it's Thursday. Um, one of the things before we start the town hall, many of you know that we're heavily banned, shadow banned on all of the social media. Um, it's quite amazing that if you really look at the number of views we get, you know, we did a swarm video, which got about, I think, uh, half a million views on Twitter, a couple of million views on Facebook. In an ordinary environment, that'd be about 10 times more. So it's very important, those of you listening, um, share this video, you know, retweet it, uh, get it out there to as many people as, as you can. But today, what I want to talk about to all of you, as well as today, what I, uh, today, what I want to talk about to our attendees at our open house, plus all of you, is the following. Um, and that has to do with the fact that we have an incredible opportunity in this year 2023 and 2024 it may not seem like that you know when you hear the news it may seem like everything is sort of awful etc but i want to open people up to this very interesting concept um in this election cycle um it's going to be myself as a leading independent candidate running for president it will be somebody uh from uh one of the establishment wings of the uh, democratic party and the republican party and if you look at the work that we have been doing as a movement, the movement for truth, freedom, and health, it has always been to tell the truth at the right time. You wanna write that down. Telling the truth at the right time is true integrity. Delayed truth is actually deadly. So you will see right now in this election cycle, people like Trump, um, people, all these candidates, but it's epitomized by a, call, by a guy called Robert Kennedy. And the title of my talk, as I mentioned, is a mythos of the Kennedy royalty, which enslaves America, and it's time to break free. You see, those in power like to create false heroes. They have learned over the last 50, 60 years that people actually are rising up, they're awakening, and the way to stop the natural awakening of people in these bottom movements is to actually create fake heroes who will actually live a life, a personal life, which is completely devoid of the things that they preach. 
So their words don't meet, meet their deeds. And in this mythology that gets created, you as citizens, we as citizens are taught to be enthralled by words, not by deeds. Let me repeat that again. People want to be enthralled by words and not by deeds. And so that's one of the phenomenon that has been taking place. And this is why people are enslaved. The individual consciousness must rise to judge people by their deeds and do they match their words. And people should be judging people. Um, anyone who says you should not be judging people, do their words match their deeds? More than likely, their words don't match their deeds. And they're telling you that, okay? So, you know, we should look at people's deeds. But what's happened, and it really started happening in the 60s, um, if you, there's a very famous book called The Making of the President. Some of you may have read, it was written by actually, um, uh, the story is re really about uh, Roger Ailes who made the president. It's about, um, uh, if you remember 1963 was the first time TV really came in presidential elections. So go back to 1963, okay? TV was just coming. And the person that was running 1960 was uh, John Kennedy versus a guy called Nixon. And uh, people would do polls and they would ask women, are you going to vote for John Kennedy because he's good looking? And people said, no, 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 that's not true. But the behavior was people did do that. So this was a very interesting uh, scientific work that occurred in survey analysis, which said that behavior cannot be captured in surveys. People may say something, but they'll do something very different. Anyway, Roger Ailes, if you don't know who that is, he was the founder and the president and the CEO of Fox News. So if you look at that election um, and you read the book, uh, one of my history teachers, great history teacher, had us read it in, in high school. Um, Kennedy is on the TV with Nixon and Nixon looked horrible. It looked like he hadn't shaved. They didn't get his lighting right. Um, and he lost the election. Okay. And many people attribute it to the fact that TV came and he didn't know how to use TV and Kennedy did. Um, so Roger Ailes becomes Kennedy's really, um, uh, you know, point man. And he really helps, uh, sorry, Nixon's point man. And he helps him win the next election. But that was the error era when the use of public relations, the use of TV, the use of image really emerged. And the Kennedys, particularly Joe Kennedy, the father, understood this really well. And so part of the mythos that gets created is the Kennedys, starting with John F. Kennedy, are some Camelot. I mean, they associated him with royalty, King Arthur, okay? nobility, right? These people were amazing people. They stood for righteousness. Um, and Kennedy was closely followed with a camera. And that was really his father's um, idea. And he took this guy, John Kennedy, who was completely reckless. He should never have gotten into the Navy by the rules of the Navy. Kennedy at the time, young man, probably a teenager, a little bit, not much older than that, um, had venereal disease. He was not supposed to even get into the Navy. The father pulled a bunch of strings. This is Joe Kennedy because his vision, his mythos was that one of the Kennedys was going to become the next president of the United States. Okay. So think about that. It's Joe Kennedy, the old man who was a mafia guy, who was a, a drug, uh, you know, a, a booze runner, a smuggler, all these things. That's where the Kennedys come from. And as a part of that, his son was going to be the president. So part of the image was that you were going to 
make your son be a war hero. And by the way, if you look at the fathers of John Kerry or Al, Al Gore, they all do the same technique. They get, they get their sons into uniform, take some pictures, but always make sure they stay out of the line of fire. Or if they do, they make up a story. John Kerry's story is completely fraud, the way he won all these Purple Hearts. So John, uh, John Kerry. So John Kennedy was never supposed to even be in the Navy for all these disqualifications. The father gets him in. And if you read some very, very, and you can find all of this, some really good historians um, talk about what happened on the PT-109 incident where John Kennedy's ship that he was commanding gets blown up and it was a complete blunder. And it talks about John Kennedy's recklessness, how he would drive these boats at fast speed and smash into things. Anyway, um, but when that blunder took place, which was one of the biggest blunders in World War II, apparently on the US side, the father spun the story to make his son look like a war hero. And that was the basis of his entire you know, lineage, that the Kennedys were war heroes. Well, one of that war hero stories was that, and as you followed it through, Kennedy was anti-war, he was a man of peace, right? And that he was shot by this CIA or other people who didn't like him because he wanted to get the United States out of Vietnam. This is all bullshit, okay? But it is promoted as a Kennedy mythology. And Kennedy was the one who got us into Vietnam. He escalated that war to tens of thousands of people on the ground. People were getting shot, U.S. soldiers in Vietnam under Kennedy. And a few months before Kennedy died, he died in December, in September, um, many people say, oh, he was killed because he was against the military industrial complex. And, you know, booby Kennedy will say this and he was fighting them. Bullshit. Um, and I've been telling people this for many, many years, since 1984. The good news is a video just came out um, that was unearthed that actually shows um, how Kennedy is actually telling in September of 1963 why we must commit to Vietnam, why we must have regime change there. You know, we must get rid of these communists, right? Because if Vietnam goes and Cambodia goes, they'll go all the way into India. Okay, so anyone thinking that Kennedy was not a war hawk is out of their mind. And this is the liberal imperialists. You see, the right wing Republicans will tell you, we're just going to bomb you. The left wing Democrats or the Labor Party in other countries will, will basically massage this, what they're going to do. They'll say, you know what? We don't want regime change, but we must do it for humanitarian rights, some other bullshit. But both wings of the establishment are literally different PR marketing machines. But the Kennedys are have created a royalty around them. And I, I'd actually like to play this video for all of you if I can. Let me play this for everyone. So I want to, so a guy called Michael Tracy, who I like a lot, he's a real journalist. And he and I, you know, I've been hitting Kennedy uh, a lot, not because I have any personal thing, but because of the fact that the Kennedy royalty mythos is really enslaving Americans. And it's enslaving Americans in the following way to accept words don't have to match their deeds. Oh, they can live like that. That's the Kennedys. They can get drunk. They can murder people. They can kill people. They're, you can find their wife hanging to death. They can be having infidelity. But that's the Kennedys. And when they come out in public life, we should so adore them. All right? And this is the... It's royalty. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a view of bowing down to royalty. This is what we used to do with kings and queens. The king would come in and rape your village, right? 
or he would steal your land, but he was a king that he could do that, okay? So we have a huge opportunity to break, and this is, by the way, all over the world. Wherever you are in part of the world, when I was growing up in India, little huts in India would have a picture of John Kennedy. This was a worldwide propaganda campaign to make the Kennedys appear as though they were royalty. They were Camelot. They were King Arthur. So I want to play this video because it will really hopefully help you. And that's, you know, our goal of our movement is to educate people and to raise people's consciousness with truth. So I want to play this video for you because it'll show conclusively that John Kennedy, this one of the biggest things that they promoted about him was he was fighting for us. He was fighting. Um, and this is a video that was unearthed uh, by Michael Tracy in uh, where Kennedy's talking about not wanting to withdraw from Vietnam, staying there in this entire domino theory. So let me play this for you. I think I should be able to do this on both. Let me, uh, I have to, uh, just bear with me, everyone. Um, I have to play this and I have to share it on both sessions here. John, can you uh, see me here? Um, let's see if we can do this. Yeah, here we go. All right, let me uh, share the main session only. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to share it also on StreamYard. So to everyone on StreamYard, I hope you can also see this. I have to share the video here. Okay. So John, can you let me know if every, er, you can see it on StreamYard? You see it, right? Okay. So this is a video again that Michael Tracy found. Again, the point here is John F. Kennedy was a warmonger. He's not a man of peace. And all the Kennedy cult people are saying, oh my God, John Kennedy was uh, killed because he was coming out against a war in Vietnam. But eight weeks before he gets shot, he's completely promoting the war in Vietnam. In fact, escalating it and never leaving. So here we go. These people who say that uh, we ought to withdraw from Vietnam are wholly wrong because if we withdrew from Vietnam, the communists would control Vietnam Pretty soon, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Malaya would go, and all of Southeast Asia would be under the control of the communists and under the domination of the Chinese. And then India, Burma would be the next target. So I think we should stay. We should make it clear, as Ambassador Lodge is now making it clear, that while we want to help, we don't see a successful ending to this war unless the people will support it. And the people will not support the effort if uh, the government continues to follow the policy of the past two months. I hope that will be clear to the government. It should be. After all, they've been conducting this struggle for 10 years, and uh, I admire what the president has done. He's been counted out a number of times. I'm hopeful that he will come to see that uh, they have to reestablish their relationship. These people who All right. So I wanted to share that with you, okay? Now, why is this important is because, as I mentioned earlier, the media, the U.S. media establishment, promotes the Kennedy um, as this savior, this man of peace, etc. Let's just be very clear, guys. We're the peasants. 
you have kings fighting among themselves, okay? And you have no idea what reasons one mobster shoots another mobster for. The Kennedys were mobsters, okay? Keep, please keep that in mind. Both Kennedy brothers were banging Marilyn Monroe, okay? And then she suddenly dies. So, but we have been taught, brainwashed, starting with that, brainwashing this mythology to bow down to royalty in the United States. The United States supposedly broke from royalty in 1776, but the royalty can occur in many, many ways, psychological royalty, right? Elevating the Kennedys to this royalty form, and that's what's been done. And it continued with another guy, you know, after he got shot, and, you know, you can talk, we, we, I'm not gonna do all the potential theories of why this occurred, but then you go to um, his brother, okay? Uh, the brother, Robert F. Kennedy, who's the son of Booby Kennedy, Booby F. and Jr., was promoted, oh yeah, my father was a man of peace. He also was against the war in Vietnam. Bullshit, okay? Bullshit. If you actually go study the history, <clears throat> not get involved in the lies, you'll find out it's absolute crap, okay? Um, let, let, me, let me show you that. Because um, uh, you will find that it was it was on May 1965. Okay, um, this fool uh, also RFK was also a warmonger was actively promoting Lyndon B. Johnson's continued policy of staying in Vietnam. Okay, and and he gave a very very important speech. This is Robert F. Kennedy, the father on the floor of the United States Senate on May 6, 1965, denouncing the concept of withdrawing from Vietnam as it would be intolerable to the quote unquote repudiation of his brother's previous commitments, okay? And I'll show that to you because everyone should see this, all right? And again, I wanna thank Michael Tracy for uncovering this. You know, you guys know I've been exposing Booby Kennedy and Michael uh, has been sharing some of my information and I'd like to share his, he's probably, one of the few journalists who's not a Russell stupid brand sycophant. He's not a stupid Joe Rogan. Okay. All these people really want to, you know, suck off the Kennedy's titty. Okay. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't get their views. And that's the truth. So we have to awaken to this disgusting nature of these people. So let me share that with you. Okay. So I'm doing this because a lot of people still have these illusions. Well, they say some good things precisely. That is the tactic to say some things. So you say, oh, they say some things. It's like the king comes in and rapes your village, but you know, the king said some good things. Yeah, but he raped everyone. Yeah, but he did say some good things. You see, that's a slave mentality. And you have to get out of that slave mentality. And maybe me who comes from a history of slaves, my great grandfather being an indentured slave, growing up with something, who got all this knowledge, maybe I have to be do the dirty fucking work of doing this. And I get very, very angry at this because these people are disgusting human beings. And part of my anger is hopefully to break through some of those neural networks that have instantiated in people's brains that has fossilized to make them think this is normal behavior. So Robert F. Kennedy was not a man of peace. And so I'm gonna show you that document, okay? So if someone comes to you, well, the Kennedys you know, got shot, they were martyrs, bullshit. They were mobsters. They were not martyrs. They were mobsters. Not martyrs, mobsters. Not martyrs, mobsters. Okay? 
That's what they were. So in 2024, we have this huge opportunity because Booby effing Kennedy is out there doing, he's doing it at a level of uh, uh, propaganda that you could probably, Goebbels can learn from it, okay? It's pure propaganda. So let me show you this document here. All right. Again, I have to do it on two channels, okay? So let me show you this document here. And I'll also have to do it on StreamYard to all the people listening on social media. You're, I'm gonna share with you now a document which unequivocally shows that Robert F. Kennedy was also fully behind the escalation and regime change, the father of uh, Robert Booby F. and Kennedy. And there you go. Okay, so as Tracy points out, on May 6, 1965, Robert F. Kennedy on the Senate floor denounces the concept of withdrawing from Vietnam. And here's Kennedy's statement. He goes, Mr. Kennedy of New York, Mr. President, so he's speaking to LBJ, I vote for this resolution because our fighting heroes in Vietnam and elsewhere deserve the unstinting support of the American government and the American people. I do so in understanding that as Senator Stennis said yesterday, it is not a blank check. We are backing up our men and also backing up the present pottery policy of the president. If he substantially enlarges or changes it, I would assume he would come back to us in one way or the other. We confront three possible courses in Vietnam. So he talks about the first courses of withdrawal. Such a course would involve a repudiation of the commitments undertaken and confirmed by three administrations, which means his brother, okay? And would imply an acquiescence in communist domination of South Asia, a domination unacceptable to the people's struggling <laughs> to control and master their own destiny, okay? So that's what, so just to be clear, you have it in black and white, okay? Uh, Booby, uh, Senior Booby Jr., okay, Robert F. Kennedy uh, Sr., and you have the uh, uh, open, making it absolutely clear that the United States should not withdraw from Vietnam, okay? So I hope that's clear. So you have John Kennedy, who got us into Vietnam, not a man of peace, but promoted as a man of peace, escalated that war. And then you have Robert F. Kennedy, the senior, who Booby talks about that, you know, he was, you know, he was a man of peace. No, he escalated that war. Now, having said that, let me bring it to the present day. And the reason that annoyed me was yesterday around 2 a.m. Or, um, or about 1 a.m., I see this completely bullshit tweet that the scumbag Kennedy puts out. Okay. And he puts out a tweet. Okay. Among many things, he's stealing my material and acts now though he's against climate change, but for pollution and speaks all over the map. Okay. But we'll come back to that. But um, he gives a talk uh, or he, he, he tweets out yesterday. Okay. Um, that he's against regime changes. Okay. So he's against regime changes, which means he's against us going into another country and overthrowing one leader with another leader. That's called a regime change. <clears throat> Let me just remind everyone, there was a woman called Hillary Clinton. Everyone remember her? Secretary of State under Obama. She is the one who did the regime change in Libya. In fact, murdered a leader on the streets, had that ex done, Gaddafi. And she was the one who was for the regime change in Ukraine. We're in Ukraine today because of Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, the maiden revolution was there was a president in um, 
Ukraine, who was very friendly to Russia. Obama, under the guidance of Hillary Clinton, executed the regime change. So they brought in a prime minister of Ukraine or president who was a Nazi, a neo-Nazi. That's why the people in the Donbass region, the eastern region of Ukraine, were so upset. Their families had fought against Nazis. And now the U.S., Obama, Hillary Clinton, and John McCain had installed under you. They did a regime change. Got it? Hillary Clinton did regime change. So does it make any sense if you said, I am against regime change, and then you endorse Hillary Clinton? Suppose I said, hey, Michael, I'm against regime change. We shouldn't go to other countries. And then I said five years later, hey, Michael, vote for me. I'm against regime changes. But I endorsed Hillary Clinton, not once in 2008, and then in 12, and then in 16. I endorsed her three times. And I'm standing in front of you in 2023 and saying, I'm against regime change. What the fuck are you going to think about me? Would you believe me? But that's precisely what Booby fucking Kennedy's doing. And all Jordan Peterson, another douchebag, Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, all these influencers, let him on their shows. They don't even ask him about that. It's written everywhere. I had to uncover that in 2020s that he endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. Why is it that I have to do all the dirty work? I'm, I'm thankful that Michael Tracy's involved. And the reason is because people, are, oh, you can't say anything against the Kennedys. Ooh, the Kennedys. Ooh, they, they suffered a lot. They suffered a lot. They murdered fucking people. They killed their own kind. And then they wrap it up into a story that they're the martyrs. You see, it's PR. So they create this royalty mythos. We can't say anything against the king. He once in a while gives us some food and bread. You know, yeah, he, he raped my wife, but, you know, he gave me some food and bread. I bow down to royalty. We have to stop bowing down to royalty and we have to face reality. Do not bow down to royalty, face reality. The Kennedys are mobsters. They have learned the art of saying one thing, doing another thing, and then saying something else at a different point in time, covering up their history. So let me show you the tweet I did um, this morning, okay? So let's go over here to my Twitter and I, I uh, you know, you guys should go on there because, so here's Booby Kennedy, Booby effing Kennedy. And please use that uh, that moniker for him because that's what he is, because he knows what the hell he's doing. He's a conscious exploiter. Okay, this is what Booby Kennedy says. He goes, our intelligence services have come become obsessed with overturning regimes and meddling in the affairs of other countries rather than just gather information that can help them protect them. It's hilarious to read this. In the long term, the strategy is more harm than good. He's talking about his uncles who did this and his father. So I said, I have a new name for him, blah, 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 Booby F and Kennedy, bullshitting you. He's quote unquote anti-war, not overturning regimes. The P POS means piece of shit, endorsed warmonger Hillary Clinton three times who overturned regimes in Libya and Ukraine. He's hoping you forget. Oh, and by the way, anti-war Papa RFK backed regime change in Vietnam. Okay. Now this kind of truth, and what's really interesting is you can go see how this gets suppressed because everything I say something against Kennedy, it gets shadow banned. And you, but you can see the 12 people who commented who get this are very enlightened people. Okay. But the important thing to recognize is that I'm sharing with you not 
mythos. I'm sharing with you unequivocal facts, unequivocal facts, actions, deeds. So we're at a point in history now, because you have someone like me whose words matches deeds, I earned everything I have. Many of you here have earned everything you have. Many of you have had to struggle. And if you did something wrong, if you spit in a policeman's face, what would happen to you? You'd get thrown in jail. Robert Kennedy can spit in people's face, booby, and nothing really happens to him. He can be a heroin addict, be caught with drugs, and he gets some asylum to run a nonprofit. You see, one rule for them and another rule for us. And then they get to run for office. His uncle killed a woman here in Massachusetts. Let her drown. And the story is he left her when, when she was alive and then went to his father in those 16 hours. And they came up with a story. They literally brought in the best PR people in the world. And his own father, Joe Kennedy, thought Ted Kennedy was a fool, rewrote the story. And then they did books saying, Yes, he may have had a bad personal life, but he was a lion, L-I-O-N, of the Senate. Now, where else have you heard this? You won't. You would only hear it from me and our movement. Because for the first time in history, we're calling out the king. We're calling out royalty because we don't come from royalty. And we, that's why I'm saying we have a huge opportunity in 2023 and 2024. We also have this huge opportunity because all of you are seeing these videos, you're saying, yeah, wow, he sounds really angry at Kennedy, why? Ooh, is he crazy? Let me go listen to him. Why would he be so angry? Well, the reason I'm angry is because these people are our exploiters. They're truly our enemies. It's easy to attack Lyndon Johnson or Barry Goldwater or uh, you know the King or, or Fauci. That's the easy enemy. The real enemy is these people who speak to you with words of kindness but stab you in the back. And let me just finish on a personal note. Some of you may know I used to be married to an actress called Fran Drescher, okay? Now, Fran was, and I left that world because I saw all the bullshit there. And in fact, when I was with Fran, I trained her, gave her a lot of information about the, you know, what I trained you guys on, working class people anyway, um, fighting. Fran knew nothing about this, but for most people in Hollywood, when you give them information, it's new content for them. Not that they really believe it. So Fran uh, ends up becoming the head of the Screen Actors Guild, okay? And uh, she, stabbed, she stabbed the Writers Guild in the back. Let me tell you what just happened. This happened in the last 24 hours. So the Writers Guild, by the way, if you look at the entertainment industry, like the automotive industry, the entertainment industry, so on, in the entertainment industry, there are actually people who still do hard work, right? The cameramen, right? The grips. OK, the writers get paid very little. Many of them live in a small you know, apartment in New York. They're struggling. And the writers are the ones who actually do the work. If you watch any movie, any film, any great play, acting, you can get an actor here or there. But the writers have to put the, go write something. You know, it takes me sometimes two hours to put a tweet together. It's a lot of hard work. Well, the Writers Guild um, in the United States went on strike. Because they don't get basic health care. They, they, some of them are basically being Uberized. So it's not like we support the pedophilia in Hollywood. That's the executives in the studios. We're talking about actually working people like you or I. Well, these writers have been on a strike. And, they're, and that strike, the Screen Actors Guild, which is headed by Fran, was claiming they were in solidarity with the writers. 
solidarity when you're like, if we're building a movement, that means if someone betrays James, they betrayed us. You say all for one, one for all. That's a concept of a union. And the powerful unions, when they really came up during the 20s, were very scary to the establishment. That's why they infiltrated all the unions with the Democrats or in, or in, in, in Britain with the Labour Party, right? There is no role. So, so it's interesting. So the Writers Guild is actually these real writers striking. The Screen Actors Guild said, hey, we're going to be in solidarity from you. And a lot of the stuff uh, is, is fascinating. All the words that were used by Fran, et cetera, where they came from. Okay. But at the end of the day, yesterday, Wednesday, was a negotiation for the Screen Actors Guild or day before. So if I'm the leader of the Screen Actors Guild, you have to make sure you're getting your screen actors ready to support the Writers Guild. Well, guess what Fran did? Fran went off to Italy and was hanging around with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian broke, broke the picket lines and stabbed the Writers Guild in the back. If you're truly supporting the writers and you're part of SAG, you should not be doing any productions. That's called solidarity. So I did a tweet <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yesterday, and I want to share that with you because this again goes back to the thing. Hollywood royalty can say one thing and do another. And we've all been brainwashed to accept this. Uh-uh, our movement, I, I don't accept that. I don't think real leaders, and we have to raise people's consciousness. And that comes to the heart of the issue. So let me share that tweet with you because it really, really annoyed me because I actually believe and have fought for working people. It is not an act for me, okay? It is not a position to network, okay? I've actually been on the ground fighting for working people. And you can see many of the protests I was involved in since I was 15, 17 years old. So when somebody um, like this claims that they are fighting for, in this case, writers, working people, and then goes around and hangs out. And so I'll show you the tweet. So that's the tweet right there. Um, can you guys see that? Let me just share this also on um, StreamYard. But it's quite extraordinary because you're seeing uh, the universe, God, whatever he wants to, is giving us multiple examples. So I said, Kim Kardashian crossed the picket line of the Writers Guild. Now the leader of SAG-AFTRA, after claiming solidarity with the writers, backstabs, oops, sorry, let me go back, backstabs, um, uh, uh, the, this is the Writers Guild Two Unions, by parting with the scab Kardashian, disgusting. This spits at the writers whose who, who studios seek to bankrupt. They're literally trying to drive the, I mean, many of these people be living on the street, literally, because many of these people do live hand to mouth. So I just want to share these examples with you that the bottom line is people are being brainwashed to accept words here and deeds over here. And it ultimately comes down to they want us to bow down to it, a royalty, Hollywood royalty the political royalty. And that's the swarm. And our movement and my run for president says shatter the swarm. Shatter the swarm. It's time for one of us. It's time for us. And so our run for president is a reflection of that. Now we know when we run, they're going to do all sorts of cheating like they did in 2020. That's okay. Let them cheat. And every time they cheat, we're going to expose it 50 times more. In Massachusetts, we exposed it once. And we have all of our leaders all over the world who will expose it. 
because what occurs in America affect every other country. We know the United States owns NATO. The United States owns the WEF. The United States owns WHO. So for those of you outside of the United States, when people ask you, well, how come you're supporting Dr. Shiva? Well, you should tell them because my life in the United Kingdom, in Norway, in Denmark, in India, in France is going to be affected by who's the next president and what, what the people do. So damn right I care because what you do affects what happens if we have a third world war. So anyway, I want to, I hope this is clear. We want to, I'm going to end on social media, but I want everyone on social media to know, uh, yes, the Kardashians are whores. Thank you. <laughs> they are. These people have no talent. They come out of nowhere. So I want everyone to know on social media, what well as our, um, our, uh, our, our town hall here, our open house, what do we do? So I've attacked them. I've obliterated the Kennedys. Hopefully you're no longer, you, you have all the content here. Take it out. What do you do? Well, number one, what you can do is to become a truth, freedom and health warrior. Number one, why? Because everything I'm sharing with you, I'm only one person. I put that into an educational program. So you guys can not only learn it, but you guys can teach it. We, we have a learn, teach and serve model. We have to let this education spread. So go become a truth, freedom and health warrior. If you made it this far, you have to do that. Number two, okay? I'm running for president. Every one of you can go to shivaforpresident.com. People in the United States, you can pledge to vote for us. You can donate. You can volunteer. And by the way, when you donate to our campaign, I don't just take your money. I give you lots and lots of content. In fact, we make it so you get, you can get, based on your donation, the uh, different access to the Truth for the Health program. So do that, okay? But the simplest thing everyone can do is on our website, which John will show, there's a little bumper sticker. It's less than $5. Order it. 100,000 people a day. If you put that on the back of your car, we'll see it. You can put it anywhere in the world. And if you put that little bumper sticker on, everyone will see it. And many of you are hardworking people. You may not have time to go door to door, help us, but you can put that bumper sticker on. And if you put that on for 300 days, okay, and you multiply 300 by 100,000, you're going to get 30 million views and it'll be about 50 million views between now and election time. 50 million views, independent of social media. One person can have that change. And the other thing we need to do is we need to get on the ballot. So all of you listening to this in the United States, you can help us get on the ballot. We need to get on the ballot in every state. That itself is going to be like a bomb went off to the swarm. So those are the things you can do. So yeah, we can, we've exposed the Kennedys and we'll continue. It, it, it's very important to expose the Kennedys, not on a personal note, but because they are a brainwashing. You're literally, when you expose the Kennedys, it's like you're getting someone off an addiction. It's like you're taking people away from a cult. That's what you're doing. So you must expose the Kennedys with these facts. And there's many of them, as I've shared. You can go to my Twitter feed. You can find them. John, we should put it up on our FAQ. Um, but that's what you have to do because people are brainwashed. So um, so thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll stay with our uh, open house. Uh, actually, before I go, John, do, do we have any questions on the talk I just gave? Sometimes there's some good questions. Um, let me see what we have. I'm going to bring up, uh, John, do you have, let me bring up our, share the screen of our people here. John, is there any questions? So we'll take like three questions. Yes. So Toy Wood, 
So the que- so the question is, are we on the ballot? So to let everyone a great question, Toy, is we have to get on the ballot. And by the way, every candidate running for president needs to get on the ballot. The issue is, how do you get on the ballot? Well, in order to get on the ballot in every state, they have different requirements. For example, Vermont has a requirement that I, I need a thousand signatures, meaning people saying, yes, we want Dr. Sheep on the ballot. In Florida, it's 100,000 signatures, okay? So we're gonna need about 50 solid volunteers there, okay? So Toy, you can help. And by the way, this campaign is not sit on the sidelines and watch Dr. Shiva get really upset and fight for us and do great things. No, it's about you. This campaign is about you getting off your butt and being an agent of change, okay? But that's what you can do. What's next, John? Someone says, how do I order a bumper sticker, okay? Um, let me, John, you, if you can bring it up on, um, John, can you bring it up? Yep. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. So John's going to bring it up, but if you go to Shiva for president.com and you go to the shop, there's one click where you can go and get a bumper sticker. It's five bucks guys. It's nothing. And then we have volunteers shipping it out to you. We don't even charge you shipping. Okay. You can order a hundred bumper stickers. We're going to put kits together, but you have to get involved. 2024 is a point we're going to head into more darkness because the elites want Trump or Kennedy to maneuver people. If they're they're going to use the obvious establishment, um, like the DeSantis or the Newsoms or the Bidens, and if that doesn't work, they have in their second string. John, click on that. They have in their second string Trump and Kennedy, who will be used to bamboo. There it is, right there. So you can go right there and order a bumper sticker. It includes shipping, guys. It's five bucks. We lose money sending these out. So order them, put them on your car and get involved. Thanks, John. So to people out on um, in the world of social media, you have no excuse to get involved. And frankly, you have no excuse not to, if you've heard all of this, do your own research to break from the mythology of the Kennedys that enslaves America. And it's really time to break free. That's what this is about. Um, Gina Diaville says, how many signatures do we need in Texas? I think Kristen, if she's on here, she'll know. Kristen, can you tell us? In some states, as Catherine Keenan says, it has different requirements. Um, Yes, you need an army, she says, to get off your ass. Exactly. So everyone, get off your ass, okay? Um, You'll get exercise. You'll meet people. You'll get healthier. uh, But that's what we need uh, you to do. Someone says, thanks uh, for being frank. Um, Speak, uh, Dr. Shiva. Yeah. So, John, can you tell us how many signatures we need in Texas? Um, I'm trying to pull okay. that up. Um, yeah. So Ross okay. Bell says voting for Democrat and Republican. <laughs> this is pretty hilarious. Um, is is deciding which snake is going to bite you. Yeah. Is it going to be the cobra or the black mamba? Right. Both are pretty poisonous. The king cobra or the black mamba. Um, someone else's land being led to slaughter. Well, anyway, anyway, um, uh, any any one of you who gets this understands this and you've heard this, you know, we have about 260 people here. John, you have about 60 people there. All 320 people who are hearing this, please get off your butts. Do it. If you're not going to do it for you, do it for your children because your children's lifespan right now is expected to be less than you because of the policies of the last 80 years, which is killing everyday people. Someone says we need miracles. No, we don't need miracles. We need you. There is no Messiah coming. You are your Messiah. And remember that change comes from us, from below. Anyway, I'm, anyway uh, John, I'm going to get off on. Uh, anyway, thank you, everyone. Um, be well, be the light. And for God's sake, 
get off your butt and get involved.